Colin had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through every single DVD. They've unwrapped all the ones they can and now they're cellulose free. Now they're cellulose free. Hello dear listener and welcome to Cellulose Free. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son Thomas. Hi, hello. What have you been up to? Uh, not, not, not a lot. Okay, let's no, move on then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I watched some of the initial rounds of the script's National Spelling Bee. And that that happened. Did it? Yeah. Good. It's, it's that will continue later in the month, and then next month. It. It's very, very exciting stuff when it's all virtual and awkward. So, which spelling bee is this? The Scripps National Spelling Bee over in the US. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, they usually assemble in a big hall, mm. but it's done virtually now. This this year until the finals, when they only have to cut over ten to twelve spellers uh, instead yep. of the two hundred and nine that qualified. How do they scrutinise being done virtually that their parents aren't there is holding a- iPads <laughs> up? Uh, <laughs> there is a proctor. With each of the spellers in wherever they're doing it. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Blaseball's back. And lots of things are happening. And I've sort of gone blank just now on what exactly. Yeah, that, um, that's because I put something in the food tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I um, knew that's where we'd head, knowing that the new season or the, the season reopening, the... Whatever it is called when it starts up again um, uh, was happening. As as expected, um, unwins, which is to say negative wins, became wins again. As I was expecting... Losses the, have become wins as well. No, no. Oh. No, the black hole, which was created when the original sun collapsed in on itself Mm -hmm. which normally if you score 10 runs your opponent loses a win right now grants your opponent a win which is um yeah okay should should avoid scoring 10 runs under a black hole now i guess um a bunch of decrees expecting to increase wins yep so just just more wins all round. It's it's a win-win apparently. <laughs> um, how much of a win it actually is remains to be seen. Um, so is that like tennis scoring? Instead of winning a point each time you you win that that round, you, you get ten <laughs> points. Everyone gets ten points. So it doesn't make any sense why they don't count one, two, three instead of. Um, a, a player who, at the end of last season, had been granted 
the fifth base, uh, began to roam around the league, just joining different teams for reasons, uh, and then just recently um, placed the fifth base in one of the stadiums. And so now that stadium has a fifth base that you must run to. Right. Instead of there just being four bases. Four bases, okay. And and the fifth base is, like, further away <laughs> from home than the original. Good. Yeah. Good. yeah. So it's a difficulty. Um, what, what, what else happened? So you hope that you don't ever have to play at that uh, mm. stadium. Which eventually... Will happen. Yeah. Um, um, what have I been up to, is what you're going to ask. Yeah, I've, I've totally blanked on what yeah. else is going on. Yeah, I was that, going to make notes, and then I didn't. <laughs> I haven't done any truck driving this week. Neither have I. However, keeping up with the theme of pretending to do someone else's usual daytime job, <laughs> I uh, played through uh, Firewatch. Have you played Firewatch I've at all? I've not played Firewatch. I must no. let you play Firewatch. It is quite a quite an experience. It's sort of a cinematic choose-your-own-adventure type of mm. uh, free roam, but it, it's sort of uh, free roam on tracks, I guess. Mm. You, you can get, just keep free roaming, but if you want the story to progress, then... And then I noticed you had a look at some... Dev commentary stuff in the game, possibly? That was the interesting thing, because they, the game takes possibly three to five hours to play, so it's not a particularly long game. Mm-hmm. Um, I possibly took longer than, than most people because I kept on getting distracted by things and, and what have you, and then discovered after completing the game that a number of months after they originally released it. It's a fairly old game, came mm. out in 2016. They then released basically a commentary mm. where you go around again, but they've got little um, posts that when you run into them, you you can listen to some audio commentary and, and look at some pictures and, and what have you. And it was fascinating. And it also helped me discover things that, uh, the the way that I ran through it the first time I didn't come across, which mm-hmm. which can happen. Uh, certain decisions that you make will affect how conversations occur, and I, I loved it. I, I really did. It was quite an intense um, and also emotional type experience, and 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 a wonderful bit of world building. And that added added extra. There was a lot of thought put into that as well. Um, they a- added, um, it's it's like a three D world and it's first person, and but they they added things to explain how they, uh, you know, what what was once a clearing had a whole bunch of um, figures, uh, mannequin figures standing in it, right, um, at various distances away from you that were all the roughly the same size, but. It, what they used in the development to make sure that everything looked to scale from distances right. and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, um, absolutely excellent experience. I'm not being paid for this promotion, but on GOG.com, it is currently available for 
4.99 Australian dollars. Right. Uh, so, yeah, well worth picking up. I don't know what that translates. Uh, 50 cents, maybe, in the US. Um, yeah. Probably has a specific price That's over right. There. Yeah. Um, do yourself a favour and... Uh, it's quite sweary in places, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, keeping on that theme after um, you know living my life as a fire watch in the towers of Wisconsin, I think it was. Um, I then went on to colonize Mars mm-hmm. by testing out a surviving Mars, which I then realised that I've tried before and. <laughs> and I remembered why I didn't get very far through it. Right. I don't cope very well with all of this micromanagement stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is micro, micro, micromanagement of, you know, you've you've got to control X, but in controlling X, you've got, got to also control Y that mm-hmm. feeds X, and you've got to make sure that Y gets A, B, and C, uh, which is mm-hmm. provided by W, which only occurs if you are doing this, this, this. It is just over the top for me personally. I know little after my late teens playing um, Sim City and, and quite enjoying that, but that was sort of more gross control over mm. the world, whereas this was just micromanaged to the max i spent ages trying to decide from a list of hundreds of candidates who's going to be in the first 14 places for the colony and you know each each of those people has certain skills and certain attributes and things like that and it just oh yeah (laughs) yeah so yes I uninstalled it. I said, no, no, I'm not getting any fun or enjoyment out of this at all. Whereas Firewatch, yeah, brilliant. And so concludes the media review portion of our podcast. That's that's right. Um, The question is, do we ask you to do yourself a favour and watch the movie that we're about to watch? Mm. You have not seen this, have you? I've not, no. No. What are we watching today? We are watching Moon. Moon. Luna. Um, <laughs> Big rock. <laughs> floating Big through space, rock. causing waves and howlings of dogs. Yes, we're watching Moon, um, directed by the same person who directed Source Code, which I know you have on your list of things that one day you'd like to watch or rewatch. I think you rewatch, pro- I think. Yes. Yeah. Please tell us. What is Moon all about, ostensibly? Sam Bell is nearing the completion of his three-year-long contract with Lunar Industries, mining Earth's primary source of energy on the dark side of the moon. Alone with only the base's vigilant computer Gertie as his sole companion, Bell's extended isolation has taken its toll. His only link to the outside world comes via satellite messages from his wife and young daughter, He longs to return home, but a terrible accident on the lunar surface leads to a disturbing discovery that contributes to his growing sense of paranoia and dislocation so many miles away from home. Would you do the honours and open the case? 
a throwback yeah. to older times. He's going to take yeah. the disc out of the case. He's going to pop it into our DVD player. It is a DVD copy. It is not streaming on any of our services. So we are uh, dusting off the DVD copy of this. Uh, we're going to watch it and give you our thoughts on the flip side. Turn side B. The dark side of the moon. Or, or, or the dark side of the disc. No, it's going to be the shiny side of the disc. Mm, yeah. You mongrel. Yeah. The, the dark side of the disc doesn't doesn't have any data on it, so I, no. I wouldn't bother. Okay, let's watch this. So, what did you think? Yeah, that was... That was all right. That was good for being 90 minutes. Yes. Yes. Any longer than that. Mm-hmm. There, there were some, some spots in it that it felt stretched. I, I do confess that second time round or third time round, I can't remember how many times I've seen it before, I was, I guess, nitpicking the uh, plot holes, I guess, mm-hmm. in it. So yeah, I was curious as a, a first time through how how it fared as far as uh, that was concerned. A worse film would have added some sort of contrived emergency in the middle mm-hmm. yes. to add another half hour. Yep, yep. In a lot of ways, feels. Uh, I mean, the, the comparisons have been 2001, A Space mm-hmm. Odyssey, and, and it does certainly have that vibe as far as Hal and Gertie. And the other vibe I got was um, Silent Running, which is, uh, came a year after 2001 with the environmental ships. I don't know whether you remember that. I don't remember not. it, no. had three droids in it that... Uh, Huey, Louie, and Dewey doesn't ring any bells. No, it doesn't. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You, you bring it up from time to time as if I should know it. Yes, you and should I, know I that. I don't. Oh, I'm going to have to check whether that's on the uh, the rewatch <laughs> list now. Okay, so 2001 meets Silent Running meets The Twilight Zone because mm-hmm. it, it really has a Twilight Zone um, vibe to it. The Things out of whack, and why it's out of whack, I guess. So, mm. Mm, a good, solid film um, yeah. that, that does it does have some plot holes. I, I think that uh, um, had me occasionally asking, why is that the way it is? All the special effects. Well, sorry, I can't say all of them. There was certainly some CG, but it mm. was. Predominantly traditional model work, and it had a, a very um, Thunderbirds in a good ways mm-hmm. vibe to it. It's 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 a low budget film. Yes, it's um, yeah. You you only have to watch the credits, the mm. few minutes that it runs, to know that it is quite possibly a low budget film, but mm. every single penny appears on screen. Yes. And they would have had to pay for some music rights there as well. But uh, yeah, it it sort of has that indie feel without. It really does, yeah. Being as unpolished as some indie stuff can be. Yeah, the the interior 
was solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it felt like an environment that um, that is is lived in, is worked in, and has been for some time. Mm. And yet, it sometimes when they try to do that, the set dresses botch it and you can tell that it's been set dressed to look a certain age mm-hmm. this, this looks like it has been lived in every mm. every mark um is is there from previous occupants it looks like it could reasonably have been used for anywhere from say three to 15 years just <laughs> just pulling that out of the air yeah yeah between three to 15 years so mm. um, <laughs> we're avoiding spoilers aren't we <laughs> <laughs> which is which is slightly weird because the way it came up does reveal something about the film that's right that's right the uh, <laughs> yes the the recommendation <laughs> mm. um, yeah um Clones. It's a film about clones. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a film about ethics and <laughs> not having them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and cover-ups. And, yeah. And when things uh, get uncovered. Uh, and, and corporate greed. Yeah. Um, sorry, now, do you know the budget? The budget was apparently... About five million. Okay. And it made about double that at mm-hmm. the box office. Yep. I'm curious to know how much of that went to Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Don't know. Don't or know. whether he, he did it for the craft. Well, the, 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 the cast was very small. It was. Yes. <laughs> and the, the, we're possibly entering spoiler territory, but I do want to talk about it. The locked-off camera shot with the table tennis table with the two clones mm-hmm. being played by the same person and thinking, yes, we've seen all this before. You lock off the camera and split you've got to split through the middle. Um, and, and then the table gets the... bumped and they, yeah. <laughs> they walk in front of each other. And, and oh, very clever. <laughs> yeah. clever. Um, almost to the point of we've just been set up. So, so mm. in a way, that actually took me out of the, the film, um, which is an unfair criticism, possibly. But <laughs> <laughs> the music was good, very reliant on one theme. Yes. Yep. Um, I couldn't hum it. I, I could probably do a dum 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 dum. I think there was a bit of that yeah. happening. Um, yeah, very much um, on the beat chords. Just every yeah, with some sort of repeating motif over the top. Yeah, but reasonable enough. Yeah, yeah, it worked. Makeup was great uh, yep. as far as um, getting very very sick. Yes, my question is again entering into spoiler territory is. Is the guy who who lived going to die in three years' time? Uh, that that is implied by the previous inhabitants of the station. It, it is, isn't it? Yes. Um, which makes me question the the, 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 the that, that that's one of my why 
question marks as to why it's done that way and um <laughs> i get the impression the reveal to the outside world is a little more pressing than longevity <laughs> yeah 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 like he's got three years left hopefully can sort something out <laughs> yes yeah do you have anything else you wish to um no film works mm-hmm. it's it is a reasonable enough film yeah i'm feeling a little flatter about it but i don't know whether that's that's my frame of mind at the moment or the fact that once the reveal is done you, there's no going back and mm-hmm. and so you, you don't get that but i, I think you you had a hunch going in right from the start that that clones were involved. So. Huh, a hunch. No, not a hunch. Directly told. Yes. It, it's a good enough film, but it's it's not on my top ten list of, mm. of films. Uh, Won a Hugo. Okay. And nominated for a BAFTA. And a bunch of individual critics and film festivals. Yep. Because films go round. They do. Speaking of going round. Unless they're digital, in which case it gets more complicated. It does. (laughs) If it's on a disc, it goes round. A digital disc, yeah. But once you get to solid state and flash memory. And streaming. Mm. Um. Rather more complicated. All right. Do you have anything else you wish to add? Uh, Still no. Still no. Still no. How about now? No. Okay. Do we have anything for the next segment? That's a good question. That is why I asked it. Um, I don't think there's anything on the Facebook. Did our previous episode make it to the YouTubes? It did. Okay. It did. Right. Did uh, YouTube apologise profusely for <laughs> for slandering our good name? I have, I have not actually checked how that um, dispute has gone. In, in last week's episode, here's some context... Um, Colin inserted, um, when we were talking about Not Seen One, this was a Creative Commons licensed performance of it, and performance is the key word there. Yes, the the piece itself is uh, in the public domain, mm. but the performance can still have copyright over it, each individual performance of. And so... When you have a public domain piece and one that is reasonably repeatedly played, you get a lot of copyrighted performances that all sound rather similar. Yes. And so Content ID has That sounds very a little much trouble. like this particular performance by somebody else. Mm. So we'll flag it. Yes. Okay. But it... So it is now live, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. The The video still went live. The check said, you can go ahead, but we'll monetize it. Monetize, yeah. Mm. yeah. And I don't know where that's gone, because I haven't checked since. Fair enough. All right. Yes. So that happened. Um, yes. This all has distracted me from checking my usual haunts. Oh, in my uh, marketing, I said... Uh, uh, this week on Cellulose 3, which has definitely always been a Euro Truck Simulator 2 podcast, we talk about the 2011 <laughs> film Hugo for some reason. Right. And Antuo uh, replied, I thought it was a baseball podcast. Good news, it is again. 
and a media review podcast and a film podcast all yeah. all in one one tight <laughs> 20 minute bundle tight very tight yes. yes well what are we looking at right now oh 33 minutes yeah tight 20 minute bundle that yes but no no i think that might no. be it all right we'll, we'll shout into the void once more mm. and see if we get something back <laughs> Lots, lots of talk about a recent um, Welcome to Night Vale episode, which I'm not actually going to talk about because I think it's better listened to yourself if you haven't. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. It's it's their nine year anniversary. There. They... Who's there? Welcome to Night Vale. It's a podcast. So there's this podcast, and there is a podcast they're celebrating their ninth anniversary. They had their ninth year anniversary. And they had a big A episode. very special episode. Not necessarily bigger than any other episode. But specialer. It's, it's an interesting episode. I put that word in there for Jeff. It's, <laughs> uh, Welcome to Night Vale is a, a narrative podcast about oh. a town in the American Southwest called Night Vale, mm-hmm. where everything's not quite right. Right. Or very not quite right, uh-huh. depending on which part you wander into. Um, so when you say it's a narrative, it's sort of like a radio play? In-universe, it is a radio broadcast. Ah, okay. Um, about a town in the American Southwest, where uh-huh. it's... Not quite right. right. Um, and so, so you have the uh, a, the radio person shouting out to Mary Ellen for the the birth of her and sex tuplets. Weirder than that. Much okay. weirder than that. This episode is sort of a follow up to a recent episode in which this fictional town with writers who write the plot lines and the the stories has accidentally maybe become real right and this most recent episode is discussing some of the ramifications beyond which the the earlier one in in a very podcasty way and that's all I'm going to say about it. Good. Now that you're thoroughly confused, we yes. can move on to the next segment if okay. there's nothing else. The, the, I do believe there is nothing else. Mm. So let's move on to the next segment. Pick a film for next week so we can go to bed. It's my turn. It is your turn. And last week mm-hmm. we were talking about possibly doing 2001 A Space Odyssey, and my options at the moment are that or a random selection. Right. It's a coin flip here. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to ask Google to flip a coin? Yeah, okay. Um, Heads, it's 2001, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Google, flip a coin. It landed on Heads. I guess it's 2001 A Space Odyssey next week, It is indeed. For those of you who have been living in... What was the name of that town again? Um, Does 2001 A Space Odyssey exist in that town? I don't know. For for quite a while, it was 
a little unstuck in time. Right. Actor Lee Marvin was experiencing infinite 30th birthdays. Good. And yeah. then he decided he wanted to stop, and so time started working again. Okay. <sighs> However, in this universe, mm. if you have not heard of 2001 A Space Odyssey, the Stanley Kubrick epic based on the writings of Arthur C. Clarke, mm-hmm. I cannot remember whether they were written in parallel. Uh, I vaguely think they might have been. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit hold. Absolutely rabbit hold. I think next time I'll go by way of Albuquerque. Right, the novel came afterwards and was in part written concurrently with the screenplay. Alright. Okay. So can we have so, a plot yes. synopsis? <laughs> well, you can have a lot of, of um, praise from... <laughs> From the back of the case. I think I've already done that, haven't I? Yeah. I think I used the word epic and... Okay. Stanley Kubrick's dazzling Academy Award-winning achievement is a compelling drama of man versus machine, a stunning meld of music and motion. Kubrick first visits our prehistoric ape ancestry past, then leaps millennia via one of the most mind-blowing jump cuts ever into colonised space, and ultimately whisks astronaut Bowman into uncharted space, perhaps even into immortality. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Let an awesome journey unlike any other begin. So, we hope that you can join us next week Mm. when we watch 2001 A Space Odyssey, and we can express our displeasure that man had not been uh, journeying towards Jupiter in the year 2001? Who's to say? But uh, the only way that you are going to find out is if you do join us next week. Yes. But until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. (laughs) You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that, as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a High Hello production. Well, what a mess that was. Yeah, that was... Shall we record it again, right from the start? That was... No, no, the the, the first half, I think, was all right. There's... It's the second half that's... Yeah. A bit... Naff. Mm. Yeah. Should we just sum up? And just do the sum up? (laughs) Yeah, okay. There, there There was a film, and we watched the film. Yeah. And we thought it was reasonable. It was good. Yeah. Good enough. Um, and then then I talked about Night Vale. Yeah. And then we flipped a coin. We did. Well, Google did. And that went off to the cloud. It did. Yeah. Yep. And then it came back. Yep. And 2001 A Space Odyssey. 
I think I think that was it. And then we said, we hope you join us next week. Yeah. Until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Do you get this feeling of deja vu? No, I get this feeling of cutting room floor. Do you get this feeling of deja vu? No, I get this feeling of cutting room floor. Do you get this feeling of deja vu? No, I get this feeling of cutting room floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're going to have fun with this one. Not. <sighs> it's because you didn't take notes. It's all your fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>